0: Ames Free Library Podcast, episode number 10, May 19th, 2018. We are talking with Wellfleet poet Lucille Burt, this week's Queset House Poet in Residence. This is Burt Lewis here, uh, Saturday, May 19th, and I'm here at the Quiset House Podcasting Room with Lucille Burt, our current Artist slash poet in residence. How are you today, Lucille? I'm fine, thanks. Thank you for being here at the Queset House. Delighted to be here. So today you had
1: a class, and how did that go? I had a wonderful workshop this morning. I wasn't teaching poetry this morning. We were talking about memoir, but it was a delight. Nice. So what? this is your second year, uh, Lucille, here? That's right. That's right. I have a friend who lives in Northeastern, and... um, she told me about Quisit and suggested that it would be a great idea for me to apply. And I did. I talked to Uma and uh, came last year just about this time. Oh, good. Great. That's wonderful. Well, we love having you here. I love being here. So um,
0: now I'm going to just turn this over to you okay. at this point. And uh, you're welcome to, to say what you'd like or if you'd like to uh, recite some poetry, you're welcome to do that also. Luc- oh, okay. Lucille.
1: Thanks. Okay. Thanks. So take it away. Well, as I was saying, I'm thrilled to be back at Quieset. Uh, last year when I was here, I spent my time pulling together a manuscript of poems and and sent it out while I was here and received an acceptance from a publisher, Kelsey Books in California. So without Quieset, I think I don't know when this book would have come to fruition because you know, it it it's demanding to pull together a manuscript to bring everything together sure. to do all the formatting and all of that that goes along yeah, with it. Yeah. And so Kwisit is a perfect place to do that. You know, you leave your own life behind. There's no garden to weed. There, There's no sock drawer to sort through. Right, right. There's nothing <laughs> else that is calling you to do. Yeah. And so... You know, that's how I spent my time. I took walks all around in Easton, various wonderful places. Sat out in the Italianate garden and uh, did a lot of work on this book. Great. So I'm I'm delighted to be back this year. My book just came out in April, and now I'm working this year on some unfinished poems and um, and some new poetry.
0: Wonderful. So do you, you have you s- something prepared that we can hear? Or?
1: Sure, I'd love to read a couple of poems from my book. Sure, go right ahead. Okay. I'm going to read, uh, the first one I'm going to read is the title poem. It's called The Cone of Uncertainty. And uh, I think people will recognize that term if they watch weather on television. The weather um, forecasters, if they have a map, they have a little cyclone symbol where there's a storm. And then there's a bubble that comes out from that you know, that looks like a bubble, a thought bubble maybe in in a cartoon that shows where the storm might be going next. Okay. So that's why it's called the cone of uncertainty. Good. Opening out from the spinning cyclone symbol on the weather map is the storm's possible path widening to unpredictable. Just as our futures widen into all that could be ahead, surrounded by the vastness of all that cannot at our births, within our cones of uncertainty, wars and weather, words that might be spoken or withheld, children and lovers, trains missed or caught, shots fired, gardens tended, kites and kitchens, fence and fire, blossom and blight, some moments of grace, until what is possible shortens and narrows. Peace is out for this generation." also the end of hunger, and travel to Mars or the far stars. Which is why, even in the world's worst straits, every birth begins a cone of hope. Very and, nice. Thank you. And then I'll, I'll read one more. Uh, this this uh, came from my thinking about uh, various ways in which People have disappeared from my life either by death or just by losing them one way or another. Mm -hmm. Okay. Moving. Sure. And this one is so, this one is called Someone Loved Returning. Even if all those we ever loved leaving went lightly and we knew they would return, even if we recognized them when they came as hurricanes or cardinals and we could speak the language of weather and birds, even if we had the patience to wait, listening, and let them come in their own ways, however terrifying or trivial, and when they came, we forgave history and old hurts, willing to hear their song or howl, even if we knew we ourselves would return as reeds or beetles, forgiven for our whispers and hunger, even if we saw in every tremor every saxophone wail, every stone rolled by waves at our feet, someone loved returning. Would you and I now meet like the horizon at twilight, dark and open, edges blurring? Excellent. Thank. Very, very nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right,
0: Lucille. Thank you for doing this. We, we appreciate you uh, being here at the Quisette House and
1: And uh, all you do. Well, thank you. Delighted to be here. And thank you for uh, letting me do this. Okay, excellent. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you.